It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hello, welcome to the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. My name is Mitchell Phillips. Um, always with uh, my buddy. Well, not always, but like not ninety nine percent of the time. Yeah, big big chunk, big chunk, big big chunk. But uh, Spencer Calendar's here. Boy, um, a new man, and um, as always, Jeremy Beam is leading the whole, entire team of production staff behind the scenes. Barbara, um, Dave, Garrett, uh, Bill, Denise, the whole gang. Denise is now a dentist, just so you know. Ah, oh, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to dead name her. Um, fully tolerant here. Although we are the world's first, uh, I think the world's number one, I think, um, first responders podcast as far as like nurses and firefighters. So shout out to you guys. But um, although we do back the blue, we also. Well, we're uh, also big in the, some crazy the trans Dodgers community. Yeah, precisely. Trans Dodgers um, fans love us. Because that was, <laughs> me and Spencer were at the World Series, and I was coming back from the bathroom. Yeah, hats off to the World Series champions, Los Angeles Dodgers. And I got hats a present coming for you, by the way. I got two things off eBay. The guy, after I bought them, the guy, the posts got deleted, or the, yeah, the postings, but um, they said if I already paid, it might have already been shipped, so I'm going to see. But you All might right. have a gift on the way. Hell yeah. Yeah. As I'm coming back from the bathroom, what's his name? The commissioner of baseball. He's like, uh, <laughs> he's still talking about like, and we did this for LA. It's like, first of all, you're the commissioner of baseball. Like, you didn't do this. Like, you you would have had to make a speech no matter which 30 teams won. Yeah, and you just got booed, so you really don't give a <laughs> shit. But, and then he's like, he's like, we did this for equality and peoples from all backgrounds. It's like, no, you didn't. Like, why are you inserting that into this moment? You know what yeah, I mean? Ab- you absolutely did not whatsoever. Yeah, I, was coming, for... I was coming back from the bathroom, and I'm just like, fist, people are fist pounding and um, fist you did fisting. It for USA and the Dominican Republic. And then he said, he's like, we did it for equality, and some Mexican dude just goes, shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I thought that was funny. But, that was um, a beautiful Dodger moment. This is hats off, gloves off. We give hats off to those who deserve it, gloves off to those that deserve it, uh, the good and the bad, the yin and the yang. You can do good and be a bad boy. You can do the bad and be a good boy. Um, you know what I mean? If you like, uh, kill I, do, a rapist, I get it. You kill a rapist, right? You you murdered, but does that keep you out of heaven? You know. Hats off, heaven. You'll be up there hanging with us. Don't you, do you worry. Do you still get to go to the gay Mormon planet? <laughs> I no, mean, it's not gay. I, I think the plan is not gay. They um they say you're gay now on Earth, but once you leave and die, you'll be straight and have an orgy of women. Oh, the ultimate there could incentive be a gay for a gay man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Could you if you could grasp the concept of lusting after a female? Uh, yeah. Imagine that's heaven. Poor Mormons. Whatever. Poor Mormies. It is the 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 because I'm um, I mean I've taken mushrooms ten too many times to think you know you just die and that's it. So, but I do like almost wish like a purely like pragmatic scientific standpoint for uh, like perspective for um for those people. You know what I mean? Like the radicals who like you know make it their whole life, and then <laughs> it's like Mormons or even like uh, like it's I don't know 
like strict conservatives in any religion, and then you, bro, you just in the dirt. Like, what a kick in the ass! You wasted your whole life, dude. Yeah, not, all- not like, bro, I wasted an hour and a half today, and it ruined my day. It sent me back. I'm, I'm gonna have to go grocery shopping after this. <laughs> bro, bro, you whole life. Not only your whole life, but you're brainwashed by your own flesh and blood. You know, just because they were brainwashed by their flesh and blood. So they get you early. Yeah, I live in the Hasidic neighborhood. All these kids have to wear these clothes every day. They can't wear, you know, they can't express themselves. They don't even get to hang out with chicks. It's, uh, it sucks. Bro, you're not coming back from Rumspringer. If, this, no. if, you gonna, if, you, if you leave the faith for like a week, they're like, no, nah, he's worldly. Get him the fuck out of here. Yeah, they're on meth by day two, so. Oh, dude, that's it, too. It's like the, uh, all the strippers' dads were strict or didn't exist. Um, all right, so hats off, gloves off. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny. I got a special election coverage because chances are you guys are listening to this on election day. Yeah, I got so, some election stuff. And I'm sorry this doesn't exclude you. I know a lot of American news is world news for those seven guys in France, the 12 guys in India, those two guys in Sweden, nine people in India. Uh, I keep saying guys. Um, ladies, too. Ladies, welcome. We are LGBTQ friendly. But um, this is going to yeah. be a fairly uh, a, a sizable chunk of this is going to be fairly American-centric. Uh hate to break it to you, but I do have a couple of regular topics I want to get into. Um, the first one is a gloves off. <laughs> uh, this one's a funny one because I cared about it, you know, for a second. I was just reading the story because it's interesting. So basically, Juarez, Mexico has cut off the border. They're trying to cut off the U.S. border. <clears throat> It's already been like very strictly enforced, but there's like special exemptions and stuff. They're trying to completely shut down the border because they have 1,100 um, deaths this year in city of uh, Juarez, which is that's right below El Paso, right? Yeah, it's a sketchy place. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a shady area. It's a weird uh, place because it's yeah, it's like less than 10 miles from America, yet it's like one of the most dangerous cities. There is. I'm going to get to that. So they're, they've had 1,100 deaths. So they're like meeting with U.S. politicians and governors and health officials and stuff. Yeah, you think Chicago and Baltimore is bad? Check out Juarez. <laughs> yeah, bro. So I was saying, um, I was looking up the, uh, I think it's like, like the deadliest city is actually like East St. Louis. Sure. And it's, All right. it's like 360 something murders a year. Yeah, East St. Louis is scary. I got to, like, the edge of East St. Louis, and it was pretty terrifying. Yeah, but it's just one of those, like, garbage pits where, like, you know, it's like Stockton or, like, Gary, Indiana. You know what I mean? Where it's like, if you're here, you're probably not up to any good. Like, if you're still here, you know what I mean? Yeah, we have nothing for you. We have no resources. The industry has all left. Like, there's... It's like the train stops here. If you're trying to get to Fresno, you gotta go through Stockton. You actually have to get off the train and walk, like, a half mile... <laughs> to meet the other train. This, this, that's how inept Stockton is. They couldn't even connect fucking train tracks. They can't link link a bus to a train track. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, eleven hundred COVID deaths. I was like, that's pretty crazy. I mean, for you know, I, I forget the population of Mexico, but oh, they're COVID deaths. I thought they were just gang wars. No, they're COVID deaths. Um, <clears throat> these are strictly eleven hundred is uh, strictly the COVID numbers, but. That led me to look up what's the murder rate in Juarez. So remember, 
the deadliest cities in America are in the like the low 300s. Juarez has already had in 2020 1600 murders. <laughs> they're out murdering COVID. They're out murdering. They're. <laughs> man, that's a, if those numbers are hold. If those numbers hold up, that is something, man. The, the rest of the world saw this as like, okay, we better stay inside. And Juarez was like, no, we need to get the fuck out there. And we need to put numbers on the goddamn board. You just picture Alec Baldwin from fucking Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Just, just talking to like a bunch of cartel hitmen. He's like, I need to see you out there. Sellers get donuts. Murder, me- no. Murders get numbers. We um, can't have. We can't have. We got to have more murders than COVID deaths. Come on. They're going to make us look bad. They're going to think we're not handling COVID properly. And I'm talking to you, uh, Armando Cabada. Um, Armando Cabada, the mayor of Juarez. This, this is going to fall on him. That's where the gloves off lies for the public to feast their eyes upon is this fucking dog, this dirty dog. <laughs> um, he's, he's blaming it all in the United States. And he's saying we need to shut down the borders. It's the United States fault. There's so, such a high infection rate in Juarez. But it's also like, hey, man, you got more murders. <laughs> like, focus on the issues. Yeah, COVID is not, don't even if, worry about COVID. If I lived in Juarez, it's like, you're going to tell me to wear a, wear a mask. It's like, I could literally get shot tomorrow. That's I'm insane. more likely to get shot than to get COVID. I don't like my odds either way. I'll, I'll wear a mask, but I'm not staying the fuck inside. I'm about to be murdered, probably. Hey, how's today going? Uh, probably. Um, so that's it. They're saying they're also pleading with for economic resources, beds, ventilators, oxygen for hospitals, you know, all that stuff, medication. But it's like also like, bro, medicine for what? You know what I mean? Like, that's maybe, where maybe in America go to get the good drugs. Maybe if, if medicine Mexico doesn't is, have them. Maybe medicine's code for bullets. Oh, yeah, they're speaking to the, the, the deep state. They're like, yeah. hey, we need some wink, wink, medicine. Um, no, it's just, I don't know. Like, when I need cheap medication, I go to Mexico. I don't know why. <laughs> if Mexico's asking us for medication, there's a fucking problem. Because it's fucking $1,200 for your monthly insulin or some shit like that. Yeah, I guess a lot of people do get legitimate medicine. When I think of the Mexico pharmacy industry, I just think of, like, uh, like fucking Adderall. <laughs> Adderall, Vicodin, and Viagra. Yeah, Viagra is a good one. I'm more of a Cialis guy, but I remember being like uh, in Mexico at like 16, going to like try to buy fucking Vicodins, and he's like, "No, but we have Viagras," and it's like, "Motherfucker, I'm 16 years old. What, (laughs) bro? It's pointing straight up." Yeah, I need. I'm hard right now talking to you, sir. (laughs) I got a, I got a little goosebumpy, and I got a boner walking in here, pal. I don't know what the fuck you want to fucking. I think it's... <laughs> he ends up wrapping it in a piece of cheese and trying to feed it to you like a fucking dog. Just buy oh, it. Come on. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Little free sample, free sample. Oh, fuck. Um, yeah, but I haven't been down there in a long time. So. Yeah, it's been uh, a while. Stick to the beaches. Even then, it can be sketchy. But so, yeah, stick to the ocean. And this is coming from Spencer, the guy who's been to Mexican jail. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, yeah, that was near the ocean still. But damn it. 
he was still near the ocean and he got incarcerated. <laughs> yeah. um, Story so for another time. That's it. Gloves off to fucking you. What's the Spanish word for mayor? I don't know. Because mayor is something else I know. Mayama, that's something else. Mayor? Is it mayor? Sure. Meyer? I thought that was like a Jewish last name. Well, it could go both <laughs> ways. Who knows? There's there's a whole bunch Somewhere of there's else. a bunch of Mormons who lived in a part of Mexico because they wanted to still oh, be called it. They still wanted to be polygamous, and a lot of them got murdered. Well, yeah, that's what the like people don't realize. California is only like 140 years old. Like I don't even think that old. Like it's like Mexico. This like the whole the whole West. Like up until like the 40s, dude, it was still like wild. Yeah, and Mexico has kept that tradition alive. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, but like uh, the Mormons, you could just <laughs> you're just like um, there's no like like welcome to Arizona signs, bro. Just keep walking. Yeah. All right, I got a gloves off coming. Let's keep the gloves off rolling. This one goes out. This one goes out. I feel like everyone in this situation was at fault. This one goes out to all the stepdads, though. I know that's a tough job raising someone else's shitty kids that you don't love. But, um... So, (laughs) this is, you know... um, Keep going. Yeah, stepdad... <laughs> gets woken up and gets woken up late at night. Hears someone coming into the house. He's in Alabama. He grabs his gun. He ends up shooting his fifteen-year-old um, stepdaughter in the stomach. Oh, because she was uh, she was <laughs> uh, she was sneaking. In. I don't know if she was sneaking in, but she was getting home at two fifteen in the morning, coming through the garage. Oh fuck, man. And he just nabs. He just fucking tags his stepdaughter right in the gut. Dude, I'm that. I'm like that's messing up my stomach. That's like literally heart wrenching. Like for some reason, getting shot in the stomach is like one of the worst things. You know what I mean? Well, because in every action movie, it happens, and they're like, "Don't worry, you'll you'll live through this whole movie until the end." You know, like you'll die. Yeah, you get shot to your side. Don't worry. And then it's gonna hurt a lot, and you'll slowly bleed to death. Yeah, well, I'm most of your stomach, like the whole, your your obliques and shit, based on movies, you can get shot through your side, and eight minutes later, you're in a goddamn kung fu fight. But I don't know, because you, I don't know, getting shot in like the head or the chest seems like less surreal. You know, like, oh, you know what I hated in a Club Dread. Uh, I think it's in um, Halloween too. At one point, one of the early Halloweens, but. Um, somebody's falling and they go to grab and they grab onto the knife or the machete sure. okay. and they, as they're falling they slide and they slice their hand for some reason that bothers me a lot more than like getting shot in the head yeah <laughs> yes well, yeah it's it's like it's just more visceral when you, if you just like shoot somebody in the stomach like they look down and they're like fuck man yeah but yeah. it's not a movie it's your 15 year old daughter i mean shit thanksgiving's coming up you know that's getting brought up at the table in that house, for man. sure. Yeah, but it's I, brought up because fucking Jessica has to have her fucking turkey leg <laughs> blended with milk <laughs> shot into her veins because you fucking <laughs> you blew apart her lower intestinal tract. Yeah, so she's alive, but she's in serious condition right now, and it's just—I <laughs> mean, it's it's gloves off to everyone because it's like, hey, stepdad, why don't you establish who the person is before you fire the gun? And then on the 15-year-old, it's like, hey, this is tense times, man. 
He could have yeah. thought your stepdad is in Alabama. He's what he thinks it's Antifa busting through. It's his stepdaughter. That's where like the the but, two A guys get like crazy. Like I I'm full like you know I love guns. Um, I grew up with guns. I have a gun. Like I'm. I'm all for it, but like, like I even meet guys where I'm like, "Hey, you need to like find another hobby." You know what I mean? Like I, I knew this guy. He literally had like every single bookshelf or like his headboard, literally everything. Like his desk, his computer was on. There's always a secret place for guns to pop out, and he yeah. had like 45 handguns just hidden around his house. And I'm like, "Hey, like you like this just isn't healthy for your brain to think that this is like how the world works." You know what I mean? Yeah, and you're waiting for an intruder. That's the guy where no one will ever exactly. break into their house, but they're going to wait for it their whole life. Um, whereas, like, that's the reasoning behind, like, a lot of those, a lot of, like, normal, like, New Jersey, California, a lot of the, all the progressive states, as far as gun control goes. Like, you can't, you have to, um, like, still be in fear for your life, even if you're inside your house. So you can't shoot somebody in the back. Um, you So you, like, what a lot of people do now is, like, they give them fair warning. So they're, like... You kick open your bedroom door and you go, hey, I have a gun in here. And in three seconds, I'm leaving this room. You know what I mean? And then you have to give them like a chance to retreat. But like if 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 you don't feel your life is threatened, you have to and you can't escape. That's another part of it, which is crazy. <laughs> it's like, Shit, it's like I should have so, thought about the back door. If this guy's breaking in through the back, you have to leave through the front. You're not allowed to use your gun. It's it's cede your property to him and then call the authorities. Which is like, bro, I'm not just letting somebody walk around my fucking house. Yeah, well, the rules aren't like that in Alabama, I'm oh, exactly. sure. No, but I'm saying there's these two sides of it where it's like, I think in the middle is like, like the shotgun's the best weapon for home defense just because you have that fucking, the pump action rack sound. Yeah, it sounds where it's cool. Like, you're breaking into a house and, and it's dead quiet. You're trying to be quiet and you just hear, <laughs> you're like, oh, I know exactly what that is. I'm going to make my way out. But, um. Yeah, and it's a nice. It's got a nice spread, as Bill Burr says. Um, yeah, so I guess I mean, shit. That just sucks for stepdads out there, you know. He's already raising this other lady's kids, and you know. That's another gun issue too, dude. Stepdads. Stepdads love guns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. My stepdad has like I think he has the part. He doesn't have a single gun, but he has the parts to. I know. I you know I think he has a handgun. But nothing else is functional. He has like forty-five like gun parts. He's got like a stock to like a World War II rifle, and you know, he's gonna just, get he's gonna get to it eventually, bro. If you give like a, a burglar like a, like or a gunsmith like two hours in his shed, he'll put something together for you. But I don't think anything shoots. But dude, stepdads love guns. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, this guy loved his too much. He shot his stepdaughter, but she shouldn't have been coming home at two fifteen in the morning. <laughs> no, well, that's another thing is I used to come home late all the time when I lived with my dad for a little bit, and he had that uh, one of those chains you put across to the other door because it was like French doors. So it was the chain, but it had the alarm on it. So if the chain got too tight, the alarm would sound. It's just, it was just, and my stepmom would uh, pin it sometimes, and I'd that thing would be going off, and it's fucking two, three in the morning. I'm getting off of like a a late shift at the restaurant, and. Uh, <laughs> I'm just standing in a fucking a silly apron on the front steps going, it's me! It's me! Don't yeah. shoot! Don't shoot, please! Um, dude, but... I mean, that dude's not sleeping for a couple weeks. He's or in the doghouse, do He justifies sure. it. Do you think he justifies it? He's like, I didn't know, like, somebody was What was she doing out this late? What was she exactly. doing out? 
God damn it, Barbara. That's why I have rules. Well, I was in that situation at the park yesterday. I was playing catch, and there was a, a guy had a pig at the park, and this dog was, like, trying to attack the pig. And the <laughs> owner... And the owner just wasn't as it do- should. As no. it should. Well, that was my situation where I was like, "Well, this dog should be on a leash, but also there should not be a pig in this park." <laughs> so you know, both sides. You're like, "Hey, either either way, you're both in the wrong." Because the guy too, he was just sitting on the ground, not even trying to get his dog, and he was telling the guy with the pig to hit his dog. <laughs> <laughs> that guy rolls. Hey, just hit him. Yeah, because he had a stick. Bro, that's like in cartoons when they fucking they they're really hungry and they start picturing the other guy who's like a, a like a luau fucking pig with a fucking apple in its mouth. Yeah, but but it's a dog and it's an actual pig. Like there's yeah, no and hallucination necessary. <laughs> that dog is literally doing what it's supposed to do: is chase this fat meal on wheels. Yeah, which is why that guy already had a stick because it's not the first dog. <laughs> It's not the first dog to come after his pig, but yeah, this fucking retard who he brought a bong, his girlfriend, and a pig to the park. That's what he had with him. I don't like that you can just smoke a bong in public. Like well, I'm a, you, you can't like, technically, but like I can enforce it. No, I know, but I'm like this is where I'm like obviously, you know, I was against it's decriminalize it, don't legalize it. That's stupid. Now weed costs more and it's all gonna be run by marlboro in fucking two years but um those problems aside it's like don't go too far you know what i mean it's like don't don't give somebody life in prison georgia for fucking you know having a dime bag on them but also don't smoke in the park like what happened to dudes wearing hats and opening doors for ladies oh yeah well bongs in the park bro we're just smoking bongs in the park in hollywood yeah but you forget too like i remember like this ain't hate Ashbury in the seventies, dude. Get a but, job. But if you have take anyone the pig come and get a job, take that. You know, train that pig and take it to the state fair when that big <laughs> ribbon. Yeah, you just forget how uh, how common weed is. Like anytime someone comes to visit me from out of state, they're like they're always like, "God, I smell weed everywhere I go." And we yeah, just you just get... forget. Yeah, like I went to Utah and I busted out a joint in a Del Taco parking lot and. Someone was like, "Whoa, what are you doing, dude? Like, you can go to jail for this." Yeah, you just forget. <laughs> that's the funniest part. Like watching like live PD or cops back in the day, and it's like live PD is a better example because like they'd be in California and they'd like search in a guy's pockets and they're like, "What's this? Oh, just a little bit of weed in a Ziploc baggie, whatever." You know, they're just taking us. They set it down like they would his wallet. You know what I mean? There's no focal point on it. But then they're like, "All right, it's a little slow here in uh, you know, Visalia. Let's cut to uh, you know." Broward County, and then they're just like caving a guy's skull in because he had eight dollars worth of marijuana on him. Yeah, he's hiding under a trailer with a <laughs> with a gram in his pocket, and he's getting his arm ripped off by a dog. <laughs> what one of these things is not like the other? The dog is ripping him to shreds. Oh fuck, dude. <laughs> He doesn't have one of those big goofy dog suits either. No, I mean, he's not. His ass obliterated. He's, he's wearing a wife beater. His skin is exposed. Yeah, and he has a fucking two grams on, on him. He's already scratched up from like you know climbing on the gravel in his fucking yeah. driveway. And, then, and dude, the worst part about that is when they are like under a car or like in a tight space between like a bush and a fence, and the dog just gets a hold of him. 
They don't give the dog the command to let go until he's out. So they're like, oh. they keep like there's four guys screaming commands at you, but you're also just like, I need to make my way like six feet that way while on my belly, and this dog is mauling me. Not to tell it to stop until I'm they can touch me. Oh god! Glad you brought that up. Bring back cops. Hashtag bring back cops. Bring back live PD. Bring back uh, Alaska State Troopers or whatever. Alaska Patrol. What's it called, Smith? I don't know. I've never seen that one. All right, uh, what do you got next? I have... Oh, this is a good one. Uh, <laughs> so Libertarian, third-party candidate. We're going to slip into the election news now. Um, Joe Jorgensen, which is laughable. Like Some third parties have actually like made a change. I think Ross Perot probably made the biggest move. Gary Johnson had like a decent movement. This bitch is just blowing it. Like she's, I don't know, but <laughs> um, she's giving a press conference and she snapped at Nickelodeon for leaving her off their 2020 uh, election graphics. Okay. So well, that's all, my number one news source always is Nickelodeon. Off to two things. Goes off to Nickelodeon for having anything election. Like one hundred million percent. Let let the eight year olds uh, do something else with their time besides worry about Trump. You're not allowed to care about the election and watch Nickelodeon's programming. You know what I mean? If you yeah. think if that entertains you, you shouldn't be allowed to vote, regardless <laughs> of age. Yeah, that's just fucking whether, shitty parents. Whether you're seven or pedophile. If you enjoy Nickelodeon, you shouldn't be able to vote. But I saw also, family, yeah, dude, I saw family with a four-year-old little kid and a two-year-old, and they're wearing fuck Trump shirts. And it's like, okay, you wear your fuck Trump shirt, but leave leave the two-year-old in diapers. They don't know how to use a toilet yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, oh yeah. Um, what does it say? There's like that famous picture of there's like the toddler in the clan robe, and he's like touching the black riot police guy's shield. Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, sounds Classic moving. Pick, dude. Yeah, fucking time image of the year. But also gloves off to Joe Jorgensen for giving a shit about Nickelodeon, dude. Yeah, what is he? Who is this guy? Joe Jorgensen. It's a lady. Oh yeah, who is this lady? <laughs> it's a it's a bitch, dog. This this hoe. Where's she at? Oh, here we go. I got a picture of her. Joe Jorgensen. All right. Yeah, you know what she, she looks like? She looks Is like she running head. for president? Yeah, she's the third party candidate. Exactly. She's the, th- <laughs> she's the third party candidate. She's, I didn't bro, realize that. Bro, the greatest country of all time, and this is our choices. <laughs> we got is she, all, she's a libertarian? Three choices. Yeah, we have three choices. Nobody knows who the third one is. Bro, I sent a picture to a bunch of people on Instagram. I was taking a picture of my ballot. I'm like, who's fucking... They got Huel Hauser running. I'm like, how have I not heard of... Or like Howie, Howie something? Howie Hughes? Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's like, I opened my ballot and there's nine choices for president. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and that happens every year. It's like, I haven't heard shit out of Dave from fucking Ohio. He's running for president? Um. Yeah, the only reason I know about the Mighty Ducks kid is because the Google algorithm sent that <laughs> article to me because they know that I grew up watching Mighty Ducks. 
hot topic. They know you're into fucking hot goss and Mighty Ducks. So I'll slug gloves off to her for giving a shit about Nickelodeon. I mean, oh, uh, so okay. Here's her retweet. Her her tweet. Uh, sadly, at Nickelodeon and at Nickelodeon PR is complicit in indoctrinating our children that there are only two parties, even though there are three candidates on all 50 ballots and four who can't get to 270. What a shame for America's future. Hashtag Nick News. This hashtag election. Teach your children well. Why? Well, also, she's attacking Nickelodeon, but CNN doesn't mention her. Fox News doesn't mention her. Um, I'm they don't sure talk about her at the football halftime show. No one talks about this woman, period. Why Nickelodeon? I think what it is is, I think people are starting to realize that Nickelodeon's not Nickelodeon. Like, in the 90s, Nickelodeon was Nickelodeon. You know what I mean? It was splat. It was gunk. It was goo. It was slime. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that was their heyday, for sure. Kids shows... For kids, by kids, it was an independent production company, but they've since been swallowed up by Viacom, obviously. And so they follow the same rules as like MTV and VH1 and fucking uh, Bravo, whatever other networks they own. Comedy Central. You know what I mean? It's just a Viacom brand. So I think that people are just starting to see through the veil a little bit. In terms of they see it as a corporate move rather than like this kids network dissed me on at the Kids Choice Awards or whatever. Oh no, Jack didn't sli- Jack Black didn't slime me. <laughs> <laughs> They're seeing it as like, oh, this corporate entity is doing something of a malfeasant nature, which I don't think they're doing. I think kids are just dumb and they don't want to introduce the idea of a third party at this point. It, they it also probably didn't cross their mind either because it hasn't crossed anyone else's mind to include her. Not only if you watch Nickelodeon, you shouldn't vote. If you watch Nickelodeon, you don't vote. You're fucking yeah. seven. <laughs> or a pervert. And I don't want you voting. No, but honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't surprise me if it changes like 10 years from now. It's like, oh, do you like SpongeBob? It's like, ah, I don't really dig. You know, I think he's a good guy, but his foreign policy kind of <laughs> lost me. You fucking cocksuckers. Just... I don't like his stance on uh, Planned Parenthood funding. <laughs> yeah, I prefer the politics of Cartoon Network. <laughs> you fucking stupid idiots. You fucking losers. Well, we're almost there. They're talking about it at football games and stuff. It's like, yeah, Joe Buck, don't tell me to go vote. Don't tell me to go vote, Joe Buck. Yeah. You stupid whore. Um, so that's it. What do you got? I got another gloves off. We're getting into the political spectrum, too. Uh-oh. You ain't the only one. Both sides of the aisle, as the kids say. Um, this, this is along the same lines, but uh, Eminem licensed um, Lose Yourself to the Joe Biden campaign. Oh, my God. And that just makes me feel so old because it's Also, like... not the song to give to a guy who's clearly got dementia. <laughs> Well, I'm sure Biden was stoked on that one, but even the lyrics, it's... Um... <laughs> Wait, who does that other version of Lose Yourself? Not version, the other song called Lo- You Always Find a Way. You know what I'm talking about? No. But or is it the lyrics, Yourself? They don't even like apply to what's going on. Like if you had one shot, one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, 
It's like, this is not anyone's, like, you have, if what you thought was um, either Biden or Trump is the, as your one moment to seize everything you've ever wanted, neither, you need, you lack imagination. Neither of those guys are even in my fantasy of everything I've ever wanted. (laughs) Bro, Joe Biden has been in politics for 50 years. <laughs> like, bro, since my dad was three years old, Joe Biden's been in politics. <laughs> and it's like, this whole, whole, like, I don't know, I don't, because I don't like either side, but this, it's like almost cringy watching his fucking pitch. Where he is like almost kind of trying to like relate. Like all of his like ads are like hip hop. It's all like drum circle music. And it's like, we got to get out the vote, get out the vote. And it's like, Bro, I don't know who the fuck you think you're appealing to. Like, fucking Fresh Prince fans? Yeah, uh, people like it, I guess. But, uh... No, people don't like Joe Biden. People just hate Trump. It's the same thing as Hillary, where people are like, I don't I don't like him. I dislike her. You yeah, know it I mean? was very reluctant. I, it was definitely a very... <laughs> I haven't seen a single... Vote. I Like, to this day, and once again, I don't like either of them, but fucking... Not one person makes the argument can make an argument for Biden without mentioning Trump. You know what I mean? Or it's sure, just like, yeah. Like what the? F- why the fuck is this the guy? There was like, and I'm not like anti-democrat. It's just like there was like twelve other people. Or it's just like, why is this like this? I don't know. It's just yeah, weird. Yeah, to you me must have the- you must have wanted him to lose because you had four years to find a better exactly. lesser a better lesser than evil. And Bro, you what did do you want to lose? You want to lose? I also find it funny that this whole year is focused around the evil of old white men and cops, and their party is electing an old white guy and a cop. Yeah, which Eminem is now an old white guy. Because, yeah, Eminem, don't tell me how to vote. You... <laughs> Eminem. Oh, no, Uncle Joe. Eminem, you got rich uh, singing about killing your mother and, and singing about... Uh, just doing cr- crazy amount of drugs and murdering people to 13 year old white boys. Like well, that's also, how you made your living singing about murder to children. He was attacked by these people. It was the same people, but now they're on the other side of the aisle. Cause when we were kids, it was you know, all the religious groups going after fucking Marilyn Manson and like corn and shit. They're like, corn is evil. <laughs> but then now it's the other side. It's the other Democrats, you know, the uh, other political party, the Democrats where they're, they're now attacking people when it's like, Eminem is up there with like Larry Flint and like Howard Stern in terms of like he went to bat for like what the fuck you can do and say, especially in like the public sector. Like it's like uh, fucking raise your own kids. Like don't let them buy my fucking album. I don't want to tell you. Be a better parent, you <laughs> fucking dipshit. And now he's the one being like, yes, I have a 20 year old daughter. I live in Michigan. And this is what I th- we should vote for the fucking establishment candidate. It's like, oh, I don't know. It's so fucking mind boggling. It's Kid Rock versus Eminem. It's well, only one of them can be the American badass. Yeah, it's the yeah, it's it's the uh, the what is it? Tyson Holyfield of our day. Pretty much. Uh, so. Yeah, I don't know. It's all just fucking mind-boggling. The election is wink, wink today, and um, I don't know. I just I went and bought ammo today, so that's about that's why. Yeah, I'm gloves at. off to the whole thing. They're like in my neighborhood. They're they're boarding up businesses. They're put. They're like putting dumpsters out and getting ready for all the cops and the fucking SWAT team to come in. Um, 
they're prepping Hollywood for a fucking riot. Yeah, where I was like, I was running to the store and like the same place I went yesterday. Now, like all the uh, the whole f- uh, glass front is all plywood. And I'm like, is this what we're doing on elections now? It's just like, hey, let's prepare for the worst. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but it ain't Trump people doing that. I mean, come on. For the most part, I think Trump people, I mean, obviously he's got his small sect of like fucking lunatics too, but the people who have traditionally been like the vote red is they don't give a fuck, dude. Just leave them alone. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but they got, he's got some extreme ones, like those fucking people who tried to run the Biden bus off the road (laughs) yesterday. It was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Who gave you a, who gave you a suburban, you asshole? You're trying to, (laughs) you could be killing Trump supporters accidentally. Oh yeah, that was funny. But that video is so good. Them, like the bus is like running red lights and stuff to get away from this caravan of Trump supporters. (laughs) That is more agile and faster. Like, oh, a bus can't fucking outrun. That was so weird, dude. People uh, are out of their minds. Yeah, but that's a. I'm. Uh, I don't know. No, yeah, like, will anything change. actually even happen? It, are they going to riot? Are they going to riot over no results? Riot over the result? No, and I it's think like, that it's, it's a been full so moon. Muddy. It's a full moon. It's getting dark earlier. <laughs> like the, it's spooky. It is spooky, dude. They mi- they just missed Halloween. Like, we should have, we canceled all of 2020. We should have just canceled daylight savings and not and not changed our clocks. Because now it's going to get dark by, like, 5 yeah. o'clock. Yeah, it is more depressing. Because I'm sticking to my schedule of waking up around 2 p.m. So I'm glad I have a, a solid, like, structured day now. But it, I'm, the sun's only up for, like, three hours. And then I'm like, what, am I supposed to go grocery shopping at night? You know what I mean? I start thinking like a lady, where I'm like, is it safe out there? <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I think this is a decent transition into our election topics. So what I've done is I scoured over a dozen websites. That's over 12, people. Over 12. Over t- a baker's dozen. And I pulled up... Um, some of these were the um, like pre-first debate. Some of these were, were actually asked in one of the debates, and then some of them are like proposed questions from pre-debate, where they're like, "This is what you know." That just debate. ones that got rejected. The moderator, no, no, it was just like a publication going like, "What should you expect from the first debate?" Like they might ask questions like this. Um, <laughs> so let me just get to the first one, I guess. Uh, can we play some American music? Like hail to, I think we have hail to the chief on there or something. Hey. Yeah, we could have used Violent Femmes American Music. Forgot that one. I feel better already. All right. So number one, uh, we're just going to fire through these. Um, basically, if you guys go back and listen to episode 100, we basically fixed all the world's problems. Just, but it's the problem with media. You know, there's so many choices out there. We you don't got like two problems, but they weren't that big of a deal. Yeah, but we started with number one, so we, and we worked our way down. So if you've solved like the first eight and you lose number 10, then like go fuck yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, that one should solve itself. Yeah. So, so two men today, can only solve so much. Everybody's voting today. Everybody's probably already voted, honestly. I voted a week ago, but... Um, Actually, as a funny story, I went to uh, drop my ballot off, and 
I go to like I, I've seen people post like Instagram videos of them doing like the ballot drop off boxes like in Hollywood and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. And I went and I pulled on it, and it wasn't working. So I like I was like yanking on it and, and it was like banging, but I was like, what the fuck? Like it wasn't opening. Like not even enough for, to like slide something in, or it was just enough to slide something in. But I was like, I don't know if I want to like, you know, if that's not the slot because it doesn't look right. It's just gonna sit there for years. Yeah, it's just gonna be stuck in between two pieces of sheet metal sitting in front of the library in North Hollywood. So I fucking, uh, I like walked around the side and there was instructions and I'm reading the instructions and then uh, there's a homeless guy just sleeping up against the back of it and he's like, "You don't want to make it all that damn noise." And I was like, oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> "Sorry, sorry, sir. <laughs> yeah, I hate to disturb your nap. I'm just trying to yeah. vote, you piece of I'm, shit." I'm very sorry, sir. I forgot you lived here. Um, but I think everybody's mostly voted. If you, in California, if you register, they just mail it to you a ballot. They're like, do it from home, you idiot. Um, but anyway, um, I figured we could solve the nation's problems. The election's coming up, and all uh, all the White House cabinet needs to do, regardless of the winner, is just basically listen to this one episode. Not even the whole episode. I, pr- I prefer you do, honestly. Give you a nice little cold opening, warm you up with a little juice. We had a couple of laughs, a couple of gags. We like to have fun here. and then Or just or skip just... to minute 43 and get the good stuff. Yeah, or we'll give you a timestamp and just skip straight to fixing the goddamn nation. The greatest goddamn nation I've ever been a part of, I'll tell you that much. So number one, um, this is debate. these are all debate questions asked of the president. We're just going to peruse these basic topics and solve them. Um, oh, uh, I mean, hopefully. Uh what should be done to ensure the election is free, fair, and secure? Hmm. Well, also, first of all, free. Free is in home of the free. I know, but it's and the brave. This election is free. Like this is not the adjective you use. I am. Well, it's not very free for the libertarian candidate who can't get on Nickelodeon. <laughs> she can't get slimed, bro. Fucking slime me, man. She's uh, she's not gonna win. But I don't like even. I don't know. Like, are people paying to vote? Do, do they mean that kind of free? <laughs> it's like, hey, free voting. Uh, fair. I mean, obviously, that's literally the like the only requisite for an election is just make sure, like, hey, there's no cheating going on. Yeah, and as far as, like, uh, media and people coverage, there's no way to make that fair because that's just the rest of the world either on TV or sharing on Facebook crazy shit. Yeah, your uncle with a Don't Tread on Me sticker just fucking screaming. I think... uh, hmm. And then the last point, so free, fair, and secure... Which, as far as secure goes, I think that's for hacking into, you know, like the election boxes if they're electronic. No, but that's also been proven. Like, I think, like, the last three elections, presidential elections, at least in the United States, they've proven that the machines were not only hackable, but on several occasions were hacked. Like, it's not a foolproof system. Yeah, and they'd show how easy it is. They're like, you literally just press this red button. Which, in fact, like, I honestly, I like the whole Dropbox system. Like how you voted for like class president in junior high. It's like just everybody put your note in the fucking the comments and suggestions box and we'll just read we just count one ballot, one piece of paper at a time. Yeah, like Survivor. Because on like bro, I've I rarely lose mail and I drop that in big metal boxes constantly. 
You know what I mean? Sure. You're, uh, when you used to return uh, uh, videos and DVDs to the store, you open a slot, you put the thing in, the store gets the video back. So it seems a lot more, uh, a lot less room for error than like a, you know, some computer helping yeah. you vote. It's you simpler, I mean? but sometimes that could be a good, yeah, drop it in the box. Just drop it in the box and fucking count it. And, bro, if you can't find people to count votes, let's just call it quits. Why are we a country? <laughs> What's the point? You can't find people to count votes? And I'm not so looking for, like, fucking student government kids, but, like, I don't know. I guess there has to be a vetting process. But that's the thing is I'm, I'm not worried about the way people vote or or when you put it in the big metal boxes, at some point a human has to handle it. It's all human error. So I think what we do is um, stronger protections on and like transparency on the security of the ballot from your living room to its final resting place in the trash can after it's been, you know, they see what the fuck you voted for. That secure, handled, fair. I think that I think fair is handled with secure. Fair yeah, is well, also, if you, have, if you have people doing it, who knows? There are biased people out there. Who knows if they'll go to extremes or not? What do you but mean? Usually you just, they absolutely will. Yeah, but you also, just, will. you also just line it up and kind of stamp it. And that's how, you know, like, yeah. so they, I don't know. I don't know what you can get away with or not. Make some kind of assembly line out of it or something. But, like, needs to be, like, decent, like, regulation and stuff. The problem is there's 350 million people in this goddamn country. Granted, I think, um, fuck, I think only like 100 million people vote, though. But 100 million is still a lot. But, I mean, more hands make less work. If we split this up, I mean, I'll count 10, you count 10. Let's get lunch. You know what I mean? Bring a box over. Yeah, bring a box to my fucking house. I'll sign a thing. Put a camera on me. I don't care. (laughs) Let's just have some kind of oversight. So I think secure falls, or fair, rather, falls under the umbrella of secure. And free is just stupid. The fact yeah. that we have an election is means we're free. So everyone can vote, right? I know Trump tried to shoot shut down the mail in, but uh, it didn't happen. So fucking how dope is that? If that story's true, because I don't think that's all there is to that story. I think the mail, you know, the post office has been slowly been shutting down for like years. But also, how funny is that? If that was true, that he they everybody advocates mail in voting, and he just starts shutting down post office. <laughs> already fallen on hard times oh my god but people believe that that that's all there is to but anyway i'm not getting into it um we're not talking about the candidates we're talking about america at the red white and blue Um, we're already on number two dude what do we got boom how do you tackle police brutality (laughs) i gotta be honest that's a big one yeah well Um, i mean to use the word tackle too because that's what the cops are doing (laughs) so bad form bad form there foul dude um i think just more accountability like i don't like point blank it's like hey we're not children you know what i mean a few less toys well obviously that well that's that's part of the whole like trickle down of uh a war economy you know yeah uh, they had all these extra vehicles but i mean it's that that stuff is intimidating auctions them off no but yeah but also like like things need to happen. There needs to be like, I'm not. I don't want to be like fucking Finland and shit, where the police are like, you have to meditate every morning before your shift. But I'm like, on paper, I'm not against that. You know what I mean? Also, change your cars. I'm sick of 
thinking every single Ford Explorer is a cop and it's just no. a fucking soccer mom. That is not the police around. fault. That is that stupid cunt that got a white or black Explorer. Yeah. That's that's not the police's but fault. They should be in sedans. I like the sedans. This I like l- the old Fords. Um, yeah, the Fords are good. They're, they're all moving to the Tauruses now. I've been seeing more of those and the Chargers. All Tauruses and Chargers. So police brutality, just common sense, people. Like, when a guy kills somebody, like, just hold a fair trial. You know what I mean? We don't have to solve police brutality. Like, the court system already does it, dude. Just give them, you know what I mean? Stop with the fucking police unions protecting people. If somebody shoots somebody and they're justified, you know what I mean? Even if it's like a shady situation, like, give them some leeway. Their job is fucking hard. But also, a lot of times, the reason this is even talked about is because of the handful of examples where people are just straight up fucking murdered. And those people do need to go to jail. And when those people get off, they say, hey, look, the whole fucking thing doesn't work. And it's like, like in reality, not that many people are getting murdered by police. Yeah, and it's, it's all being filmed now, so that's going to naturally take some of it away. And That's another thing is I was thinking about this earlier today. Where I was like, there was like a 10-year period where cell phones were useful. Like you see something going down. From like 2000 to 2008 is your first thing is just pull your fucking phone out. You know what I mean? Hey, somebody call the police. One of the people is going to call the police. Now every single video I watch, there's some crazy shit going down and somebody's screaming, yo, call the police. And everybody's just filming on their phone. (laughs) Nobody's calling the police because everybody wants their own fucking version of the video. Yeah. Um, Shout out to the Citizen app. (laughs) Yeah, shout out to Citizen, dog. But also, yeah. They have a bunch of people just filming fires and filming shit. Which I've seen a handful of like police videos where it's like, yo, I'm filming you. And he's like, no, I appreciate that. Like, if you're filming this, like, a good cop is going to be glad you're filming that. Because he's like, if I'm not doing anything wrong, this also protects me. You know what I mean? So, also, there has to, there, there has to just has to be a change in, like, hiring shit. Like, LAPD got into trouble a couple years ago. Actually, like, 10 years ago now. But they were purposely turning down, like, high-testing applicants. Because you were more likely to find, like the work very unsatisfying and move on. So they're like, it's not worth it to train you and you're only going to work here for a year. Um, so like shit like that. Where, so they're literally just hiring like dumb people. who We want dummies. Them. Did you go to, did you go to, did you not even finish, but you took the, you know, prerequisite classes from a community college? Did you take criminal justice and fire science? Cause you needed an elective. Then come be a cop. You stupid asshole. Hey, do you have do you have anger issues and dream about hitting your wife with impunity? Come to the sheriff's department. Um, all right, number two. I mean, I, that seems short, but I think we saw police protection. Yeah, and just uh, the unions can't just completely protect all their men under a, one large blanket. I feel like that's how it was, where it was like no matter what happened, yeah, they had their back. So uh, yeah, yeah, so shake, that's what I'm saying. It's shake like, up the union. Sometimes cops shoot people and it's controversial and a trial is needed, but then, you know, facts come out and you're like, okay, that's ridiculous. But it, I'm, like I'm saying, it's literally over the past 10 years, it's literally maybe a half a dozen cases where people were just straight up fucking murdered and the, the cops don't serve, you know, they're fucking, they're not, they don't, they're not fired. They're like let go with like a temper, like a, or a partial pension. And like a fucking a leave bonus, they're like yeah, yeah they get two two weeks with pay plus the yeah plus the retirement. It's like when somebody actually kills somebody, just like all of this could be avoided if like 
eight guys just went to jail. And you think about the millions, the hundreds of millions of police interactions that go on on a daily basis. It's fucking wild that, like, you just just lock up six fucking guys. All right, we got that solved. Let's get the list of the ten guys, and uh, <laughs> and just rope, rope, bring them in. Um, let me see. Oh, this is a big one. Number three, how will you handle the pandemic going forward? Oh, that's a big one. Uh, Biden should just say, uh, like they do in Florida, and then flashes tits. <laughs> Mardi Gras, bitches. Dude, honestly. Yeah, I want to see Biden lift his shirt up. If I'm reaching deep down into my heart, I want to see that. Um, but he just strikes me too much of his like. Or Trump, either one. Yep. If Young either Biden one will pull their dog, dude. If either one will pull their shirt up, I'd be very happy. Trump, Trump never will. I guarantee Trump's the guy who like you walk into like his house and he has like that giant portrait of like it's like a painting, oil painting of like him riding a lion, like holding a spear, and he's got a with six a pack. six pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He took it from the. Like Putin school, except Putin's actually in shape. It's yeah, Putin's is a photograph, and <laughs> Trump's is a painting. <laughs> um, handle the pandemic. I do. I think that honestly, it's like it's the way I view like seat belts and helmets. You know what I mean? Helmet laws on motorcycle, like riding in the back. If you, bro, I'm 28. You're gonna tell me I can't ride in the bed of a truck on the freeway? I'm not going to. Because I'm, I just understand, you know, the downside of that. I'd, I'd rather be inside the car with a seatbelt. But giving a, 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 just an adult giving another adult a ticket for not being safe. I'm like, that is some gay shit. Yeah, I'm or, s- or even like more, I don't know, petty. Like meter maids in cities give tickets for no front license plate. It's like we don't need one. It's not necessary. It's just not necessary. You're going to pull me over from behind? Bro, and, a, a, uh, a highway patrol pulling over a guy on a motorcycle and giving him a hundred-plus-dollar ticket for not wearing a helmet. It's like, bro, if I die, I die. That's not up to you. Like, thank you. I, like, I believe people should be educated, and I think people should wear helmets. But should you be... F- you, yeah, you if pay you choose the, not to. You get a fine. You don't pay the fine. They put you in a cage. You chose to not wear a helmet on a motorcycle. They put you in a cage like a fucking dog. And I have roughly the same view with COVID. At this point... Put them in cages. Put them in cages with the Mexican kids at the border. Yeah. God damn it. Biden. <laughs> <laughs> Biden 2020. Um, no, but... Trump it's the same shirtless 2020. <laughs> yeah, orange titties. 2030. I'm going to elect Trump's tits 10 years from now. I swear to God. Um, no, but it's the same thing where it's like, bro, if I want to walk into CVS without a mask, I should. I should have one on. But if I don't, like, let me die. You know what I mean? Let me die. Um, let, let businesses open up. Let people operate normally. It's like you're making a choice. You know what I mean? I don't know. That's, what, that's where I'm at on fucking this goddamn pandemic. But I'm also a guy who hasn't left my house since March 17th. So what do I know? Um, I don't know. I just have this, also this sneaking suspicion that... Because th- I think they have 17 days after the election to count the votes. So I think um, by late December, all of this is... The COVID is going to be like, hey, look, it's not a big deal anymore. 
regardless of who wins, because it's it can no longer get Trump out and it can no longer get yeah uh, Biden in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Once it loses its usefulness, <clears throat> it's stop getting the rounds on the media. I mean, it, dude, in fucking April, it it wasn't getting a new attention on the media. You know what I mean? Or like, I I get like the whole George Floyd thing happened and all that, but you do remember that when COVID didn't exist for like three weeks, nobody was yeah. worried about COVID. And then all yeah, of a sudden, yeah, there wasn't enough time to cover it anymore. The racial panic died down, and they're like, "Hey guys, still, you know, sneezing to your elbow, you stupid pieces of shit." Yeah, like, it's half back. So I'm at CVS. Either, I know how to sneeze into my elbow. Yeah, it's just right in the middle, or it's half back. It's either come back full force. Shut shut us down or go away. Yeah, fucking send another stimulus. I don't, you know what I mean. I do something. Let the people eat cake. Because the way I see it right now, <clears throat> my mom's in the section is getting rolling brownouts. Um, people in uh, Los Angeles, there's multiple reports of when the riots were going down when they were fresh. People calling the cops and the cops going like, "Do what you can." We talked about that on the podcast where the guy in Echo Park. Like sideswiped like fifteen cars, and he was a, absolutely hammered. I mean, obviously he's sideswiping cars, and the cops were scared. They let him go because they're scared to do anything because they can't do their job because there's forty five people filming. And if this thing goes wrong, even if the guy's in the wrong and they fucking do something, um, they're gonna get in trouble. It's just like such a weird state. So if you you can't supply me with basic utilities, and you can't protect me. Why am I paying taxes? Those are like, forget like every luxury, like nice paved roads and fucking uh, city parks. You know what I mean? My, my electricity and my water and my safety. At least provide those. If I'm paying taxes in any society, in Turkey, they provide you with that. And they're still fucking attacking Armenia. So who gives you gotta mo- Well, we, you know what? We got to move to Glendale because they keep it in tip top shape over there. I think they because of the amount of illegal firearms. I think that um, Glendale can keep us safe. They're Dude, ready for it. They're they don't fortified? even let they don't even let homeless people in Glendale. Well, you try to take Los Feliz Boulevard across the five uh, homeless camps. They go to go to anywhere in Glendale. They don't put up with homeless shit. They let them sleep at the bus stops. And they're like, you fucking you stay within this yellow chalk line. You better be leaving town, bub. I'm yeah, getting we don't sick of seeing your face around here. Well, that's kind of the merit of, like, you know, a city that's run by the Armenian Mafia. It's a perk. You know what I mean? It's a perk, dude. You got a, you got the Galleria. They have a dick sporting goods in the mall. Are you kidding me? And then uh, no homeless. I mean, and which is in L.A. is something to be fucking said in 2020. Um, All right, what's next? Dude, honestly, the rest of these are boring. Let me look over um, voter, su- will you address voter suppression? And what Who's they're being suppressed. This, this is what felons? they're saying. Felons, this is what they're I would, saying. I guess, yeah. The oppression is is felons is one of them, but also like, I don't know. I think if you're a felon, there should be like a test you have to take or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm, I'm not one of those like, hey, you served your time, guys. I think it's fully possible, but I don't think everybody that gets out of jail is like did their debt. You know what I mean? But also, um, they're saying voter ID laws, which is you have to show your ID when you vote, which is like, yeah, duh, you should have, you know what I mean? That doesn't... Yeah, who cares? Everyone should have one. It's Everybody a... should have an ID. Even if it's not a driver's license, you should have an ID. Like, how do you... Like, if I write a check, they see my, they look at my ID. 
if I use my credit card, they look at my ID, but I can vote without. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and then they said reduced early voting. That is one thing I do like about this year. Because I usually vote absentee just because it's easier. Because it like this year is all mail-in, but absentee balloting was easy. It's basically the same thing. You request a ballot. They verify it's you. They send you a ballot. You mail it in. Or you can drop it off at like a specific location. But yeah, I always hated like election day, especially because I like usually have like real jobs. You know what I mean? I can't just like take the morning off to vote. So um, I don't know. I do kind of like the idea of like it has to be in by the third, but like a few weeks prior. You know what I mean? At your leisure, fucking vote, dude. You know what I mean? I think that'll yeah, help. They made it well. They just made it easy, so that goes against suppressing anything because. They send it to your house, you fill it out at home, and you drop it off like you're dropping off a Netflix DVD 15 years ago. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so we settled that one. End mass incarceration. Once again, I'm not taking either side. Joe Biden is like, that was his claim to fame, is the 94 crime bill. He's responsible for mass incarceration under Clinton. Like, the mandatory minimums bullshit, the fucking, like we're talking about when you watch Live PD, they switch to Georgia, and this guy gets 12 years for a fucking eighth of fucking garbage Georgia weed. That's all Joe Biden shit. Um, well, maybe, maybe he's uh, grown old and changed his ways. Yeah, I doubt it. I, if he changed his ways, he changes his ways like all politicians, you know what I mean? Where all of a sudden Obama likes gay marriage because... You know what I mean? Everybody because gives him he's the credit. married to a gay man. Yeah, he's married to Michael Obama. Um, by the way, one of my favorite conspiracy theories is just Michelle Obama as a man. Well, and the breakdowns of like, there's videos of her, like Michelle dancing on Ellen in slow mo, and it's like clearly there's a dick in there. You yeah, can yeah. See it, you can see it back, back, <laughs> whapping around. Some YouTube guy putting red circles around her fucking cock in a dress. Um, so. Mass incarceration, I'd say, if this is a presidential question, I mean, don't put the guy that started it in charge. I mean, that, and that's just common sense to me. Uh, there might be more to it. I'm a dumb guy, but I would, it would seem to me that the guy that basically tripled the amount of prisons in the United States is not the guy you want to put in charge of counter-mass incarceration. Uh, take, fo uh, take on fossil fuels and other special interest lobbies. Yeah, just burn it all. <clears throat> yeah, don't let you know what I mean. Stop calling it lobbying. Stop calling them special interest groups. Stop calling them PACs and super PACs. Yeah. They're bribing. They're bribing politicians. It's just it's just corruption. Stop stop giving it fucking Washington D.C. names. It's, it's across like, the board. No one is innocent. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's fucking ridiculous that we even have to have this discussion. It's like, oh, oh, I'm a lobbyist. It's like, so what do you do? Basically, I pay politicians so that the laws I want get made. Sometimes I write the laws myself. And you're like, okay, it just sounds evil to me, but uh, sure. I don't... Ah, it's so goddamn... Uh, that one doesn't seem like it needs fixing. People know how to fix that one. Just Give arrest them. Give them the boot. Give them the boot, dude. Um, ethics reform. And I think in po when it comes to politics, ethics reform mostly, mostly just means like... Um, accountability, like we're saying, corruption, checking. You know what I mean? They want like, but a typical like government bullshit. They want to hire forty-five people to do it. You know what I mean? They got to hire a committee that oversees a commission that 
overlooks ethics when in fact those people are being bribed the people on the ethics committee are being bribed and you're like so what's the what the fuck are we doing here you know what i mean yeah both of both candidates have, <laughs> many, have many aspects of yeah not having integrity yeah yeah well it's like the ethics commission the pre- the president of the ethics commission is going to be like married to like the head of shell oil corporation and you're like oh well nothing can go wrong here um yeah, it's Once like again, a Scooby-Doo movie. It's just like the bad yeah. guy in the bad guy in the mask. Like they'll never catch me ever. Yeah, 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 you're getting chased around a fucking haunted amusement park. You're like, could it be the purveyor of this amusement park? This old like angry guy who you wants know to what? keep it going? No, it's probably a ghoul. Um. So yeah, six and seven, accountability on special interest groups, lobbies, and just general ethics reform. Yeah, All no wonder that's... these questions didn't get selected. They got no. Yeah. They got no pep. It's fucking common sense, bro. I don't know. Oh, well. Um, and then what? We'll do this as the last one. Addressed white nationalism. No good. No good. Um, that's all you got to say. Not a fan. Um, yeah, they're, they're weird you're nerds not well, here. I'll tell you what, nothing listen- to do. If you're a white nationalist and you're listening to this podcast, turn it off, dude. Turn it off because we're not going to tolerate it. We just won't take it anymore. Like D. Snyder said, uh, I don't know. I'm of the mind that I think out of 350 million people, I say there's maybe like 10,000 white nationalists. That's out of the whole country. That's a minor league baseball stadium. <laughs> Of fucking hateful, evil people. I think the rest of people are like... It's obviously just the label of racist and net white nationalist has like... You know, has kind of merged with Nazi too. Where they're all kind of separate things. But the other side does the same thing. They don't know the difference between communism and socialism. You know what I mean? Well, it's and, just and what, also, yeah, what, what, what are you doing as a group? Are you hurting people or are you having secret Hitler parties at a bar? That's um, what I'm saying. If you're if you if that if that's your fucking social group, dude, I don't give a shit. I don't. I I was of the mind, and I keep talking about this because it keeps getting more relevant. But I remember growing up post-racial, like it, it race was literally never an issue until like 2013, which is coincidentally right after Occupy Wall Street. When once they started going, hey, we're the one percent versus the ninety-nine percent. Once it became a class issue. And they were like, no, well, aren't black people bad? And they're like, oh, you know what, right? Yeah, 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 I think you're good. I think you're on to something there. And when it's just, it's all bullshit. Divide and conquer. Same politics as always. Just, the dummies are going to fall for it. Let the, uh, let the 2% on either end of the spectrum fight it out. Most people are in the fucking middle. It's not that crazy. I mean, it's fucking... I live in North Hollywood, and I went was trying to go to the gun store in Burbank in March, and there was like a four and a half hour line in Burbank. That's like, not a good sign. Adam Schiff's district, the guy who fucking tried to impeach Trump for the last three years and found goddamn nothing. The people who support him were buying guns, so that's the world we live in. Um, just think for yourself, protect yourself. They're prepping for the riots. Yeah. Guns are sold out. This is a uh, dude. I'm. I gotta leave this podcast. I'm gonna go set up sandbags at the park across the street. Yeah, yeah. something's going on. That's all I know. Yeah, something. Something. That's what. That's the thing that's like getting me today. Because it's always been like the election is in a couple months, and then like last week they started saying Tuesday. 
it all ends Tuesday. And I was like, it started getting more surreal where I'm like, there. <laughs> yeah, the ads became action movie ads. But not only that, it's like there are people like sitting in like basements or like like behind karate dojos right now, like planning, like, what do we do if he wins? Like referring to either candidate. They're like, what do we do if he wins? Like some dudes in a log cabin or some dudes in a fucking, you know, some dudes in an Elks Lodge versus some dudes at a fucking Tybo class. They're going, if, if X wins, what the fuck is our plan? And they're like mobilizing, which is fucking creepy, dude. Like this isn't Syria, man. Your guy loses, your guy loses. You know what I mean? Yeah, have some dignity. This isn't fucking Lebanon. You, you where or Venezuela, where the president wins and somebody stabs him. Like, you don't <laughs> throw a fit. Don't throw a fit, dude. Either yeah, don't. Side, I don't want to see fucking. It's gonna, it's gonna bum me out. It sounds like you're loading a gun right now. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, dude. I just don't. Because I've at th- at this point it's become so polarized that I think, like I said, it's not Trump supporters smashing up windows and shit. But I think it's so crazy that if something were to win, they would if Biden were to win, they would just assume corruption and like vote tampering, and there would be some type of right wing shit. Which I don't want to see violence on any side, but I think it's going to be inevitable. Shit's going to get crazy. And that's yeah, just we'll my see. Sense. Or it could just be a slow burn. Who knows? Well, or it could be happening right now as you're listening to this. Because it's tomorrow, Election Day, November 3rd, 2020. Stamp it. That's all I've got. What do you got? Let's wrap it up. Some kind of high note. All right. We can end on a high note. This is just likable. Um, How popular Alex Jones being on Joe Rogan was. How how viral it went. And I didn't listen to the whole thing. But what I heard was so funny to listen to. It was like... Alex Jones is like a like a little kid with ADD and Joe Rogan's like scolding him like now let's yeah. fact check this now let's look this up now you stop it now you're going it was like it was like he was trying to wrangle a kid it was so funny well cuz the last the last Rogan that Alex Jones was on like a year and a half ago it was a fucking great episode and he's just like interdimensional uh pedophiles are coming to like take your children's adrenochrome and then People like attacked him, and it even is one of like the five episodes that got left because well, he started left off dr- on like he, they started the Spotify transfer. Drunk and high, so it like ended up like yeah, it just ended up uh, went off the rails because he was just shit faced off whiskey and weed. Um, yeah, at one point he was like, they like Joe Rogan's like, yeah, this is just a temporary studio. We're gonna have to get a new one. Uh, we're we're looking for spaces, and Alex Jones just—you haven't heard him talk for like two minutes. You go, you can build it at my house. <laughs> we're like, like, what the fuck, this guy? Because especially like, I think Tim Dillon was on it, and he's sober. And then Joe Rogan is doing sober October. So Alex Jones was just getting—he drank a bottle of whiskey by himself. Well, he was, was yeah, he was rambling. He was acting like your friend in high school, where you're like, I'm not drinking tonight, and they're like, No, you got to get high. You got to get high, bro. You got to get high. Just one sip. Yeah, they're just like begging you. That I don't know. It was like way more lighthearted and funny than I thought because yeah, it's good. he he fact checked him way more because he was trying to watch his ass because of I guess last time. But he tried to yeah. Also, he's super hard to follow. But it was just it was funny listening to that dude. Well, yeah, he goes on tangents. You're like, well, how do you think we win back the nation, the soul of America? He's like, he goes halfway to like lizard people, and it, you know what I mean. And his in his reasonable productive criticism 
Yeah, he's and like, he was with well, well, two. I do, I, I do believe they're interdimensional. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Um, <laughs> but no, it's it was a great listen. And I listened to the Matthew McConaughey one. I listened to the Kanye West one. You don't need to listen to those. I think looking up clips from them is fine. But there was yeah. some. They were very interesting. I was on long drives, so it was like it was. They were very interesting to listen to. Like, um, like Robert Downey Jr. and like Edward Norton have been on Rogan, and those are dog shit boring because they're just like. Well, you know it's good. Be- I I knew to listen because it like blew up the internet. I saw it so many times shared. So it yeah. was like clearly this is a good listen because the people have spoken. Well, that's another funny thing where it's like the Spotify employees are trying to block Rogan podcasts, like specific episodes because of like, you know, they're damaging. But then it was the number one podcast in the world for like six days. (laughs) And they're like, well, I, you know what I mean? It goes back to what I was saying, like with fucking seatbelt laws where it's just like, let the people speak. You know what I mean? If the people want to hear this guy, who the fuck is like the president's just another guy. Once I turned 18, you can't tell me what to do. You know what I mean? There's authorities, but overall it's like, bro, like you're just another adult. You know what I mean? If you really like break it down, like that's as simple as it is. I'm an adult and you're an adult and you're like telling me what to do. And like by blocking certain content or telling me to wear a seatbelt, all this shit, it's just like We know how to find it. We know how to get it. Yeah. If I think it's dangerous, I won't listen to it. If I if I if I'm scared of car accidents, I'll put on my fucking seatbelt. I bought, I'll buy a goddamn Volvo. But as of right now, like, let me live my goddamn life, you piece of shit. You psycho 1984 controlling assholes. Um, let let but, Mitch uh, live, everybody. Let him live. Hey, you know what? I'm getting fucking dual don't tread on me stickers on both of my biceps. Um, All right, we'll get the tattoo artist quick. All right. You know what? I think that's it for the episode. Um, good enough. Make sure you guys spread this. Um, if the, anybody in the president's cabinet is listening to this, make sure you get it to him. He's still the president until late January. So we still have time for martial law. Um, you can follow us at, uh, at Hogopod. I'm at Mitchell Fill Up on Instagram, uh, at Robot Spencer. Follow our producer at Beam Jeremy. He's our producer. He's our entire production staff of 32 people, most of them behind the scenes. But uh, he does a hell of a lot of work. Uh, from his WeWork station atop the Capitol Records building. And um, also on uh, Hogopod's uh, Instagram, DM us or just like comment on something. Uh, comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old-fashioned hate mail. And uh, we'll see you next time.